Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, everyone. I hope you are having an okay week. I know um, I've been talking with a lot of people this week, chatting and messages and Facebook meetings, and I know a lot of our hearts are very heavy with what is happening right now in Israel and Gaza, and it is just an awful, uh, awful, tragic situation. Um brought about by a terrorist group, Hamas. Um, and it's it's just terrible for everybody involved, um, the average for average Palestinians and for Israelis. Um, and Israelis uh, really need our support right now. Israel needs our support right now. And I, I just really want to come out first and foremost before I go on and say that what I am really what my mission or my goal is in this moment is to continue to be led from the very best parts of me to continue to be self-led so that I can bring my best self to the world, even though the situation going on is, is pretty difficult. And, diff and, and if I were in the middle, like if rockets were coming down in my head, I wouldn't be able to be in this version of me. And since I can, I must. So I wanted to start by just acknowledging that for some people who might be watching this, you may be actually in harm's way, and this might not be your priority video today, not a problem. And it might not be your priority podcast if you happen to be watching this on podcast. But for those of you who right now are thinking, I just, I am in the middle of whatever difficult mountain climb I'm in the middle of, and maybe it is actually just hunkering down in a shelter somewhere. I'm in the middle of this horrible thing. And what you said the other day really resonated with me about just taking one comfortable step. That made a lot of sense. One comfortable step. I realized that I left out a lot from that video. And the huge, huge thing I forgot to add was all the helpers on the way on that hike. There were helpers who put help in place for me before I ever got there. And I want to really unpack this and I want to continue to use this journey and the helpers on the way as part of this opportunity to think through what it's like in our own lives when we're going through challenges, when we have goals that we want to meet that are really big ones, really big to us, and we're struggling. And I want to first and foremost say, trailblazers. There were people who cut the trail for me. I did not have to like bushwhack up the mountain and bushwhack down. All I had to do was follow the trail. And in the context of like coaching or becoming self-led or like really doing that growth work, that spiritual journey, there are sources of knowledge all over the place. There's traditional wisdom 
there is wisdom within Jewish wisdom literature. There's wisdom within other places of the world. There's like almost an endless fountain of wisdom in various world religions and in some of the sciences, some philosophy. And those are all the sources that I would say those are trailblazers. Those are people who cut the path for us. There's cognitive science. That's part of the trail, right? That's part of how we know how to how to do this. There are the trailblazers that we meet personally, people that, for example, have done their own healing journey, people who have done their own journey to really be led and, and strengthen their connection with their neshama, their soul, their innermost core. Those are the trailblazers. And we can't walk the trail nearly as well if they don't go before us. Next people, the event organizers. So this was an event, the Imogene Pass Trail, and I did try to hike it the year previously when it wasn't the event. And let me just tell you, that was a whole different hike. The event organizers. And these are the people who sort of gather everything together, make sure that the process goes smoothly from beginning to middle to end. And to be honest with you, the event organizers even make sure that the path is well marked so that you don't get lost. And I got lost the first time. So the event organizers are really crucial. And how this parallel finds itself inside my coaching programs is that I am the organizer. I'm the event organizer for you or for my potential clients. My clients, I create the con the content. I create the curriculum that helps you move from beginning to middle to end. And I help you move seamlessly from one step to the other through that curriculum. And this is one of the things that, that uh, many of my clients remark on is how like magically when they're on module nine, they realize that they have been gently led through this amazingly transformative process the whole way. And then boom, it all comes together in module nine. So I am like that event organizer that I create that process that makes it easy for you to follow. I create content that supports you on the side. So the curriculum creation is mostly inside my paid curriculum. And then I do other content. I put out videos such as this one. I put out newsletters. I put out blogs. And that is my parallel to being the event organizer. So this is how, this is one of the ways that I support you in your growth journey in a way that sort of parallels what happened when I was hiking up that mountain. Then there are wayfinders. Then there are like markers that let you know where you are in that process. And like I said, I got lost the first year I tried to do the Imogene Pass trail run because I did it when it was not race day. There were no markers there and I got lost. So the wayfinders inside the coaching program are that there are clear benchmarks. There are clear ways that you're going to know where you are in that process, in your personal growth process. And the thing that makes this really important is that when you're doing a personal growth process, and this can be especially a deal. Um, this can be especially a deal if what you're doing is therapy. It can be really hard to know where the endpoint is, and that's one of the things that we talk a lot about in the beginning: is what does the endpoint look like? What is it that you'd like to accomplish or achieve inside coaching? And then we sort of have benchmarks that are we know how close you are or how far you are from that outcome, and we know that all along the way, and the whole way is marked and. And there are indicators the entire way. So benchmarks. And that's how inside my coaching programs, 
there are, I serve as the wayfinder that provides you with clear benchmarks and I give you guidance and support along the way. So I have clients who sometimes will be in the thick of the program, something sensitive or delicate will come up and they'll reach out and say, Hey, I really need some help with this. And then I can meet with them briefly and give them some guidance by zoom, or we might have some Voxer interaction. So that is how the wayfinding happens there that kind of keeps people on track. Like one example, um, I have a, a private client who, um, I'm going to call her Sally. That's not her name, but we're going to call her Sally. Sally um, is in the middle of a divorce and she had called me for some advice about something. What should I do about X? And I sort of coached her to use the tools that she's learning inside the curriculum so that she didn't veer off into this place where she started to rely on me as her source of wisdom. I really wanted to direct her to her own sources of wisdom. And so I sort of coached her back into that place of self so that she could access her wisdom and find the way forward that worked best for her. So that is how that benchmark and that guidance and that, that wayfinding, that keeping people on the right path happens inside coaching. And then there are other supporters. So on the race day, we had support. When it was not the race day, we did not have support. I was hiking with friend. We didn't have support. But on race day, we had people there cheering us on. We had people who were sitting at little um, easy up tents, little booths with sweet beverages to get us some glucose with little snacks that we could eat on the way. They gave us nourishment and encouragement. And this is what women find inside my groups. They find a group of very supportive women who are working on similar issues, who are dedicated to leading from the very best parts of themselves so that they can stand in their value, truth, and strength inside personal and professional relationships. That's where you find your supporters. And to be honest, another piece of the Imogene Pass Trail Run that was amazing for me was that there were so many hikers there when I did it the second time. Like it's, so the, it's really hard. So I don't do well with altitude. So when I was at like, I don't know, 12,000 feet and some change, 12,500, whatever, I started really feeling that the altitude, I felt a little bit lightheaded. And the first time I did the hike, I sat down and I thought, I could just die here. I don't think there's enough oxygen for me. And the following year, when I did it on race day, I was tired to be sure. I definitely was feeling the loss of oxygen. But the fact that there were other people around meant that I didn't have to worry about dying because there were so many hikers and there was a little guy right up there, you know, up there with a flag waiting for me to show up at the top of the, of the summit. So I knew I wasn't alone. I knew I was going to be able to make the journey. I could see other people at the very end there. I could see other people crossing over that summit and making it to the destination. So I knew I wasn't alone. I knew people were coming up right behind me and I wasn't going to be here or stuck for very long. And then I was safe. So I had fellow hikers. And that's another thing that you get inside the coaching group that I offer that all of my clients receive is they get to do this work in the company of other people. They get to see other people reach that summit. So they know what's possible for them. They know where they're heading. They have a very clear indicator. I'm there cheering people on. They know that it's safe. They know that there are new people coming in behind them who are going to walk that same trail and they're not going to get stuck. They actually can see how far they've come when they look back at the trail and see how far they've they've, they've come. They're like, Oh, that's where the new person is. I'm not alone here hiking. I can like, look where you are and get some perspective on it. 
So these are the different types of help that I had in climbing the Imogene Pass Trail. And I'm pointing out these different types of, of help. It's really important to do that because we have this myth, um, we can call it the myth of the great man, but we have this idea that single people, like a singular person, this great man of science, Thomas Edison, we quote, I quote Thomas Edison, love is quote, I have not failed, I, I have not failed, I have simply found 10,000 ways to make a light bulb that don't work. We think he was alone, but he actually had a whole team. He, he was not the one to discover the light bulb. He was the captain of a team that discovered the light bulb. And it's important to notice that because we think we should be able to do it all ourselves. And nobody does anything great alone. And I wanted to go ahead and give credit where credit is due. That hike was really rough, even though there were trailblazers who cut a trail that I could follow even though there were event organizers that made sure I didn't wander off and get lost like I did the first time, even though there are clear benchmarks and guidance along the way, there were clear mile markers, there were um, supporters with nutrition and refreshment for me and encouraging me, and there were fellow hikers, even with all of that, that hike was hard and it was still an accomplishment. And still, in order for me to hike it, I had to hike it on my own two feet. And it was hard for me and it was a challenge. And I feel amazing that I was ever able to do that at any time in my life. I am not an athlete. And I wanted to also point it out because I work with people who often feel like I hear this so many times, your content is great. Your video was great. I love that post that you had the other day. And they feel that they have to be able to take all of this and do it on their own. And for some people, that's going to work for whatever reason. Some people are going to take it and bring it into some other group. And that's also fine. But you don't have to do it alone. And you should not imagine that you will do it alone. You should imagine that actually, whether you know it or not, there have been trailblazers before you. Whether you read their book or you don't read their book, every person who does that healing journey makes the path wider and deeper and easier to follow for the person who comes behind. That is part of what inspired me to take a healing journey from the time I was like in middle school and I realized my home was sort of a messed up place and I need to sort of do some work on this. I don't want to repeat this. Know that you are in the company of other people. Know that there's help out there for you. You can read it in a book. You can hire a coach. And if you decide to work with me, you'll have me and a group to support you. Um, I will be starting a self-leadership intensive group beginning in January. If that's something that you're interested in, please comment interested below. And I'm going to send you the survey to find out what you're interested in, what you would like that group to look like or be. Um, because I am really interested in collecting a group of women who has interest, who are interested, each of them, in doing that growth work alongside other amazing women. <laughs> That is what I have for you today. If you are listening to this on a podcast or you are here watching the wrap up of this video, please reach out to me if you have even the slightest little interest in a group. If you are willing to fill out the application, I will gift you the five-day self-leadership intensive and you will contribute to the formation of an amazing group that will support women making their own personal Imogene Pass hikes, their own little metaphorical journey to the goals that they decide. And if you're interested in maybe being part of that group, you will be among the first to know about all of the details and all of the decisions. 
have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate my listeners and my audience. It means the world when you do reach out to me and tell me how a certain video or certain piece of content landed. Take care. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.